Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I took a week break in there. I had, um, I was feeling a little energetically depleted. And so the thought of getting on and speaking up and saying something really inspirational for you guys <laughs> just wasn't hitting me. So I honored where I was at and I took a little break and I'm still feeling it a little bit. I'm still feeling that energetic drain, um, just kind of not burnt out, not uh, depressed, but just kind of blah. So um, it's been a really cool journey. And I actually had a client of mine send me, um, this is so not what this podcast is going to be about, but who knows, maybe it will be, <laughs> um, send me this beautiful article. And it was about how so many people are feeling this right now in the world collectively and it's the word languishing and if you know this word at all it's a it's like grieving or mourning and it's how a lot of people are feeling about the last year 2020 came in like a bat out of hell turned everyone's life upside down and many people went into shock had never experienced trauma before. Nobody's ever experienced anything that we are continuing to go through. And it's almost like a year and a half later, we're dealing with this, they call it languishing. It's almost this middle child syndrome. It is not depressed, not dark, not like down and out, but not shouting from the rooftops like, yay, everything's fantastic. It's that middle huh, okay, creativity is lacking, focus is lacking. Um, you're feeling a little lackadaisy maybe, uh, it's, but the word, um, languishing, mourning, grieving for what was is exactly where I see so many people at. And I honestly am there. There's definitely days where I go, I'm just not feeling anything. Like I'm just not, and it's a real job and it's work and it's practice and pulling on all the tools that I have in my tool belt to just get out and, sh you know, show up. But I do know one thing is for certain is my clients. I've got a, uh, for many of you that know, I'm a one-on-one -on -one life coach for humans, men and women, <laughs> helping them, um, uncover the people pleasing patterns that are holding them back from living the life they truly desire. And, and then I've got a group coaching, uh, uh, membership as well. And both of those actually help me get out of my funk. When I know I've got a client call, you guys listen to this. When we help others, we are helping ourselves, right? Like it happens time and time and time again. And I just said to my son the other day, I'm like, oh, I've got a couple calls today. I'm so grateful because they help pull me out of my funk every single time. Every single time I'm coaching someone, I get off a call and I'm like, whew, I feel better. Whew, I feel better. Even I can tell already doing this episode for you guys, I already feel lighter. I already feel a little less blah, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Um, so maybe that will resonate with you. It's called Languishing and it's a big article that was written up um, about, uh, I'm just going to see if I can find it real quick of who wrote it. However, it's, it's been these big studies done and it's where so many people are currently living just kind of in that 
area. <laughs> and it just hit me. I'm like, ah, yes, that's exactly what I'm feeling. That's exactly what I'm feeling. There are days where I'm like, whoa. And then those days where I'm like, meh, I just want to go paint walls in my house. <laughs> so if that's where you are, honor it, feel it, embrace it, know that you're not alone. If you want more information on this, please feel free to send me a DM on my Instagram. I can send you the article that I read. It's fantastic. It, uh, you know, when you bring shame to light, it no longer holds power over you. Or when you go to the doctor or you go to, a, you know, a naturopath or something and they're like, okay, this is actually, you know, the symptom that you have. You're like, oh, thank God it's not in my head. It's like that. So, okay. So there we are, you guys. I took a break, ordered my energy. I'm laying in the sun today. I'm just, you know, regrouping, all that kind of thing. So today I want to talk about some ways that you can speak your truth. And there are a few ways that I have figured out and that I have come to realize are the most beneficial and helpful ways for me to be able to proceed on with my life in the most authentic, genuine way. And I want to share them with you because this is something that I preach about. This is something I talk about. This is something I 100% believe is that when we are vulnerable, when we are actually us, the people that want to be around us will be. And the people that no longer want to be there or that don't agree, that's okay too. It's taken me a long time to figure this stuff out. It's taken me a long time to say, hey, I actually really like Nickelback <laughs> and not care what people think. Anybody else out there like Nickelback? Okay, anyways, um, that kind of thing. I was for years plagued with um, chameleon syndrome, meaning I would morph and I would do whatever it took to fit in or I wouldn't say anything because I was scared that people weren't going to agree or they were going to disagree or they, you know, they would say something that, you know, I would feel stupid, quote unquote. So for years it took me till I was like, wait a second, this is me not living my truth. And when you do start speaking up, when you do start naming certain things and saying certain things and dressing how you want to dress and doing what you want to do, man, does that ever breed authenticity in other people as well. When you speak up, when you act as you, you liberate and allow other people to do the same thing. And you attract your people. You attract the people that are like, girl, guy, you're the best thing ever. Like, honestly, it just shouts from the mountaintop. So it is so tiring. How many of you are so tired of just trying to be something, someone that you're not, that you're not, you're just trying to fit in maybe, or you're trying to copy, or you're trying to, you know, do what so-and-so is doing because it looks like they have it all together. That's perception. Anyways, that's a whole nother episode, but I want to give you some ways that you can start speaking up and speaking your truth, because until we can do that, you'll always be hiding behind who you truly are. You won't ever really be you. Therefore, nobody gets to know the real you. So these are some ways that can help you understand who you are. And I know many of you out there might be going, I don't even know who I am anymore. Yeah, that was me. For years, I was like, I literally don't even know who I am anymore. Because we get so lost in what we think other people want of us or what we've been told to say, do, be, dress, all of that kind of stuff. So... In order to be the most free version of yourself, you need to be able to flex that authenticity muscle, be you, 
and then completely start to trust what's coming out of your mouth. So right now, as you're listening to this episode, I want you to name how you're feeling right now. So for years, somebody might ask me or I was at a, you know, um, I would be at a function and, you know, or a party or whatever it was. And I know I would just be absolutely operating on automatic mode on this automatic, like, how are you? Good. How are you? Or I would just go throughout my days without even really consciously feeling and knowing how I felt. It was just this robotic, um, systematic groundhog day uh, that many of us seem to be living in right now. But it was just the same thing over and over and over again. And I really never tuned into how I felt. We have walls up, we have armor up, we have trauma from our past, we have survival mode going on, we have shock, all the things. So what I want you to do is just ask yourself right this second, as you're driving, if you're in the shower, if you're in walking on your walks, if you're sitting in your office, if you're at wherever you're at, laying in bed, I want you to take a second here and just ask yourself, how am I actually feeling right now? Name it. And that is the first, first step to hearing that voice inside of you, whatever it is. So like I started off this episode saying the last couple weeks, I have felt energetically drained. I named it. I'm like, whew, I'm drained. Then I was able to step forward and go, okay, what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about that? I'm feeling kind of energetically drained. I'm feeling kind of tired. I'm feeling kind of emotionally like, meh. what am I going to do about it? And um, so once you can do that, once you can hear your voice, once you can understand where it's coming from and actually do that, then you can logically move forward and take the action that needs to be done. Number two that I want to tell you for finding your voice, you guys, is that when somebody asks you, whether it be somebody at a coffee shop, whether it be your neighbor, whether it be at the grocery store, whether it be your friend, your spouse, whoever it is, When somebody asks you, how are you? Answer honestly. You don't have to go into a big spiel of what's going on in your life. But guess what? You're allowed to say, you know what? I'm feeling a little sad today. Yeah. And guess why we don't do that? I'm going to tell you why I didn't do it for the longest time. Is because I thought it was going to make the other person feel awkward. It probably will. (laughs) And it may or may not. Or you can say, you know what? I'm hanging in there. Or, I'm fantastic. Today's been a super inspiring day for me. But we're so programmed to just say fine and good. When really, we're not fine. We're not good. Right? We're actually just hanging in there some days. So give yourself permission to share it. Whatever's going on for you. When you share those moments of being authentic with someone when they ask you, I don't care if it's the barista at Starbucks. When they say, hey, how are you? And you say, you know what? I'm a little off today, but I know it's going to get better. You've just created that space of vulnerability, of connection with somebody. How many times do we say, fine, good, doing fine, good. We emotionally isolate ourselves when we do that. So please, I've I've started doing this, you guys, in the last few years. I've started doing it. If somebody asks me, I no longer say fine or good. I'm like, well, I've had better days, but it's going to get better. 
it's going to grow up. It's going to go up from here. How many times are you at the grocery store and the lady at the till will say, how you doing? Good. Thanks. How are you? I elaborate. I'm like, well, the sun is shining. So this day is going to be amazing. I just know it. Or I've had better days. How are you doing? And then I, and then I ask them. But it's a way of connection, you guys. Compassion, empathy. Right now, ugh, how many of us need it so desperately, right? The human connection is so needed right now. That is one way for you guys to do that. That's one way. Is just answer your truth. Oh, number three. This is a beautiful one. Embrace the silence. If you have nothing to say, embrace the the silence. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little story about when I first started out life coaching years ago. Um, as a recovering people pleaser, this can be something really hard to do is stay quiet because you spend much of your life trying to have, um, thinking it's your responsibility to facilitate conversations or to ease the tension or to, um, you know, converse and make sure everything, everybody's okay with what's going on in a room or in a situation. That was me. And I know many of you can relate to that out there. I feared awkward silences, like literally feared them the way that somebody, you know, somebody out there, you guys might fear snakes or spiders or clowns or whatever. When it was awkward silence, I was like, this is not good. This is not good. I was so uncomfortable with them. Can you guys relate to that? Can anybody relate to that? If this episode is speaking to you guys already, can you please take a snapshot and share it on your social media for me? I would love to have other people um, hear it and help them be able to find their voice. I'm so passionate about this because this is where change happens. This is how you start to live your truth is by speaking up. Except for this one here, we're saying stay silent. (laughs) And the reason is, is because the more that we talk, the more we try and fix, the more we try and like, as, as a recovering people pleaser, you guys, if you are somebody that's always getting in there and trying to like use your energy to fix things, you're emotionally draining yourself. hundred percent. If you ever walk away from a conversation, you're like, why did I even say that? I have, it happened to me last week. I was like, okay, Christy, you talked too much. I'm still learning this. I'm still learning this, you guys, all the time. These are patterns that are so ingrained in some of us at a cellular level. And all the work in the world is so great. And yet we still can fall back sometimes. The trick is that we catch them. Free yourself from the pressure to perform or know all the answers and embrace the silence. Sometimes the most authentic and genuine response is saying nothing at all. I've come to a point now, I think I started off by saying when I first started my coaching business, I barely let my clients say a word because I would ask a question and then I wouldn't sit in silence. I would answer them really quickly. I'd answer their question. I'd answer the question that I just asked them for them. Hello? Because I was so scared to sit in that silence and be like, this is too awkward. They must not like what I just asked. They must be mad. 
right? We come up with these massive scenarios in our head of what we think is going on. Try it once. How do you feel when you're listening to me on here or you're listening to anything else or you're in a conversation and somebody goes really silent? How does that make you feel? Pay attention to that. You try it. Try not saying anything. Here's another, here's another tip. And I talk about this one a lot. People pleasers are usually not great at accepting compliments because we don't feel that way about ourselves. It's low self-esteem. It's low self-worth. It's all these things that, you know, come to the surface when we, when we dive down that one. How many of you out there have a really hard time accepting a compliment by just saying thank you and then shutting up? Yeah, it's hard. Hey, like if you're thinking about it, you're like, oh gosh. So this was me for years. I used to say someone go, Christy, your eyes are beautiful. I'm like, oh, thanks. I got extensions on and oh no, yours are so pretty too. Deflection and then right back at them. Instead of just allowing that compliment to come in and then be quiet. So that is another one because we don't know how to accept compliments. We deflect, we um, we boomerang one right back. So the, one of the greatest ways that we can start building our confidence is just by saying thank you and then not saying anything at else. I kind of went on a tangent there because that's kind of what I do, but it was all about um, being quiet. So hang on, I just got to have a little drink here. Okay, here's another one. Number four. I don't know, are we on four or five? I don't know. Okay. When someone asks for your preference on a simple matter, tell them the truth. You guys, where would you like to go for supper? I don't care. Where do you want to go? What color do you want to paint your wall? I don't know. What color do you like? Do you like this shirt? I don't know. Do you like it? Guys, we got to stop doing that and really answer what it is that we want. This is another way to find our voice. Guys, these were all me. This is how I can talk like this because these were all me. Someone would say, where do you want to go for supper? I don't know. Where do you want to go? What do you like? Instead, in, instead of saying, you know what? I'm craving, you know, Mexican food tonight. Or I really want a pizza. Or you know what? Let's go to the salad buffet. Instead of saying that, I'd go, I don't care. Where does everyone else want to go? Like, come on. It's one small thing that you can start saying. It's, it's if you've never done it before, <laughs> here's the other thing. Side note, again, here's the other thing. When you do start to learn how to do this, when you do start to speak up, oh, it is not easy all the time. Believe me, it's not. It can be really, really tricky. And people might push back and people might say like, well, I don't agree with that. Yeah, they probably will actually. But you got to just keep going that I know that's my truth. I know that's my truth. I said it from a place of love. I don't mean anything malicious by it. You know, I'm coming from a place of love and kindness and compassion, all that good stuff. That is me. That is who I am. Come up with affirmations. This is what I help my clients do, you guys. This is what I help my clients walk through. It is not always easy, but it is definitely harder and not near as rewarding and crippling. And I'm not even going to go there to keep ignoring yourself, to keep ignoring that inner wisdom and that inner voice that's inside of you. So instead of saying, I don't care where we're going, say something, say something, at least start the dialogue. 
get in the habit of honoring your preferences. Even if they're like super inconsequential, like where do you want to go for supper? But that's where it starts because after all, if this ball keeps rolling, it starts out as what show do you want to watch on Netflix to what do you want to do with, you know, your life? You're able to speak it out because you've come into that practice of it. Okay. So, um, here's the thing. You will feel uncomfortable. You will feel scared. You might even feel resentful, angry, bitter, resent, like all the things when you do start to speak up because you won't get maybe the reaction you're looking for from everybody. But listen, you will get the ones that when you start to open up, they will start to go, Oh, that's the real Sarah. Huh? I really dig Tim. That's amazing. He's saying that stuff. And I super can relate to that because when we speak our truth, people relate to it. People relate to it. I can tell you this from my own, my own, um, dealings being on social media and being online and being at live events and myself and myself is I can smell, I can, I can feel, I can see, and I can hear fake energy a mile away. Most people can, if you're actually honest with about your, about it, most people can. It's just naming that. I have tried copying people. I have tried um, doing what I think others want me to do in order to be successful in whatever area that looks like. I can remember when I first started into the fitness industry. And so this was like when I first started was probably 12 years ago. And I was a personal trainer and I had the mic on and I was being um, trained and mentored underneath an amazing woman that uh, you know, was, had been doing it for years. And I love the way she led boot camps. And so she was, you know, up there and she was about 10 years older than me. And she was, you know, had all her ducks in a row and she was out there and she was teaching boot camps and she was doing awesome. And I'm like, Oh, I want to sound just like her. And I want to do just the same thing as she does. And so then it was my turn and she's like, okay, Krista, it's your turn. You're going to lead boot camp today. And I'm like, bah, so I get on the mic and I start saying verbatim what she does. Like I'm talking everything she does, which is okay because you have to learn somehow, right? But I tried to get my tone inflection like her. I tried to take pauses like her. I try. I was everything because I didn't even know what I sounded like when I was trying to teach a boot camp, and so I tried to be so much like her because people loved what she did, and I'm like, well, I want to duplicate that, not knowing that I was enough just as I was. And I could talk and tell them how to do burpees and push-ups and jumping jacks just fine in my own voice. But I didn't trust myself yet. And I didn't know how to do that yet. And a gentleman came up after the boot camp class and he says, Christy, that was amazing. You were so, you know, you were good and you were motivating and inspiring. He goes, but one day you'll find your voice. He goes, right now you sound just like the lady that was leading. He goes, but that's okay. He goes, you'll find your voice. And I'm like, oh, dang. (laughs) It was so amazing for him to say that, though. Like, I I remember thanking him. And then it gave me the push that I needed to find my own voice. Because he also went on to say, like, you've got lots in there. We'll listen to you just the way that you do it. Blah, 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 blah. And this is what I want to tell you guys. Is that as you find your voice, as you start speaking up, as you start standing in your power and in your truth, 
start with baby steps. The right people will be attracted to you and want to be around you. And the ones that don't, they're making way for the ones that do, right? So the people that clear your life are just making room for the people that want to come in. (sighs) I love this topic. I love it. I love it. I love it so much because it's something that I'm constantly working on. I'm constantly, um, each time I speak up, I have people that go, I don't agree with that. I don't like that. I don't care for that. And then I've got 400 people that go, that's awesome. That's exactly it. Da, 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 right? So you're always going to have people that don't see the same as you. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. As long as we can all do it from a place of love and kindness and respect. Little bit what's missing in the world today. But anyways, side note. Okay. You guys, if anybody wants to go deeper on this, if anybody wants help on this, this is what I do. This is how I help my clients. We dive into these patterns that we have for people pleasing. And if you want any help in this area, please feel free to reach out to me. This is what I'm here for. Okay, guys, until next time, talk to you later. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.